Today's episode is sponsored by Liquid IV. I work out every week, so it's important to stay hydrated. Plus, on top of working out, I've got a three-year-old whose favorite after-meal activity is to run laps, like the little psychopath that she is. Clearly, I need all the hydration I can get. That's why I like to use Liquid IV for my workouts and just for my daily drinking. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. With three times the electrolytes of leading sports drinks, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick, it's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. And I mean, yeah, vitamins and electrolytes are nice and all, but what about taste? They've got white peach, green grape, raspberry melon, and my favorite, lemon lime. Tastes great to me. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code R slash at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code R slash at liquidiv.com. Welcome to R slash True Off My Chest, where OP's boyfriend admits that he's had intercourse with cows. Our next Reddit post is from Special Soup. Three months ago, I broke up with my boyfriend because I thought that he had stolen $846 from me, but I just found the money. Oh my god, I messed up. I messed up badly. I just found the money. It was in the chest of drawers that I put it in, but the drawer that I put it in had a small opening in the back that I didn't know about, and the envelope of money fell down there. I would have never discovered it, but the drawers broke, so I was taking the chest apart, and there was the envelope. It's the same envelope because it was my handwriting on it and it had the receipt from the bank. I have to apologize, but this is going to be so bad. I told my friends and family about this, about how I suspected that he had stolen from me since he was the only one in my house that day. No one else had a key and I hadn't left that room or my house with the money. God, he lost mutual friends because of me. I ended a two-year relationship over this. I just didn't believe him when he said that he didn't take it. I hurt him for no reason, and then I blocked him. An apology won't be enough. I'm gonna contact him tomorrow, and then I'll tell everyone else. Wow, I messed up. The top comment down in the comments, which I 100% agree with, is you have to defend him as loud as you slandered him. Then OP posted an update, and it's really, really long, so I'm not gonna read it all, but basically OP did what she said she was gonna do. She apologized to the ex-boyfriend, she told her friends, she told her family. Some of the mutual friends were super pissed off at OP. But I have to give her credit, she did own up. My husband had a threesome with my best friend and his girl best friend, and I got so angry that I hooked up with his boss and now I regret it? Oh man, you guys buckle up for this one. My brother had to have surgery and I wanted to be there for him, so I ended up staying there for about two weeks. I always knew that my best friend had a thing for my husband. She admitted to it multiple times, but I would just laugh it off because surely my married best friend wouldn't actually passionately hug my husband, right? I didn't even catch them doing it. My husband's girl best friend is just that insane that she casually admitted it to me when I was cleaning the kitchen when I got back. I thought she was kidding, but no, she wasn't. I asked my best friend if this was true over a phone call, and at first she denied it, but then broke down sobbing and effing admitted to it. I was so angry that I threw all my husband's stuff into a big suitcase and tossed it on the front lawn. I locked the front doors and then piled a bunch of furniture in front of the door like the couch and end table so that he couldn't get in. Of course, when he got home from work and couldn't get in, he started panicking. 
He banged on the door and shouted for me to let him in. I just stayed upstairs with our dog and let him tire himself out. Eventually, he left, and from what I know, he stayed the night at his girl's best friend's apartment. They also probably passionately hugged while he was crying over me. Moron. After a few weeks of him blowing up my phone and pleading with me, I finally let him come home and we talked. He was sobbing and apologizing to me. He said that he was a sex addict and that he needed help. I told him that I want him to go to therapy as well as us going to couples counseling. He agreed to it without any fight. He slept on the couch while I slept in our bedroom. My best friend hasn't made any moves to contact me or apologize for being a homewrecker. My husband ended up having some sort of work dinner party a week or so later that he needed to attend and he invited me. This was the first time that he's ever invited me to anything like this. I'm pretty sure it's because none of his female co-workers know that he's married. Or I'm assuming that's the case because of how shocked they seem to meet me. At the dinner, his boss, a man in his 50s, was chatting with me. He was newly divorced and I asked him how that was. I made sure to ask loud enough for my husband to hear me. We ended up chatting all night, and my husband ended up scurrying off from the dinner table and told me he was going to go home and told me to get an Uber home. He was clearly pissed off at me. Needless to say, his boss was shocked at how he treated me, and I couldn't help but play up this sad, lonely wife bit. It ultimately ended up in us going back to his house and hooking up. When I woke up that morning, I did end up Ubering home. Since then, his boss has sent flowers to our home. He's called me a few times. My husband is completely aware of this, and now the regret is starting to sink in. The guilt and worry has started to eat away at me. The revenge felt nice, but now it's clear that it's eating at both of us. I'm gonna find a lawyer and start the divorce process soon. I just needed to tell all this to someone who's not my family because they don't even know the first detail about this. I love this comment from Master Anator. What in the Jerry Springer? Our next Reddit post is from Layla Orleans. I'm a 40-year-old man and my wife is 43. This week, I told my wife that I want a divorce and I'm buzzing with pride and happiness. We've been together for 12 years and have two small boys, ages 6 and 2. When we met, everything was going fine. We had jobs in the same industry and we traveled a lot. But very quickly, it became clear that my wife doesn't have any tolerance or even understanding for things that are not done the way that she would do them. She idealizes her childhood and is very close to her mother and sister. Admittedly, she grew up in a very large family and had a pretty great childhood. But as an adult, this has morphed into a fanaticism with things being done normally. To her, normally means the way that I would do them or the way that my mother did them. Ironically, her mom is super chill and nothing like her. Over the years, this annoyed me, but it became way worse once our children were born. Everything in the house had to be as she wanted. I couldn't choose how to dress the kids because I didn't pick the right blend of colors. If I put on a diaper, it was redone. If I packed lunch and snacks for school, she would change the snacks to ones that she wanted. The major issue is that I wake up early in the morning around 5.30 a.m. I always have, and I love it. I'm also fine if I don't get much sleep, whereas my wife is a demon if she doesn't get her eight hours. That means that whenever the kids wake up at night, 99% of the time, I care for them. I also do 99% of morning prep, lunchboxes, breakfast, getting dressed, for which she chose the clothes the night before, and I always take the kids to school. 
Another reason I do this early is if I do it when she's awake, I get criticized for using the wrong spoon to serve the food, or using the wrong milk for oatmeal, or not cleaning up every tiny spill the second it happens, or using the wrong dish rag, etc. Every criticism is exasperated and aggressive. She's right on some of them, but it's a constant barrage, and I tune her out. She's told me that me going to the bathroom is a problem because the kids feel me being awake. The issue is that our oldest son loves to wake up early to be with me. It's a really cool time for us. We have breakfast, we watch the news, and we talk about nerdy stuff. But my wife won't have it. She insists that he has to stay in bed until 6.30. I wouldn't mind this, but it's torture for the kid. He hates it. He cries and moans and whines, and he just wants to be up and be about. I'm exactly the same. Now that our second son is doing the same thing, she's begun blowing up at me aggressively. The other day, she woke up at 6am and she accused me of just putting the kids in front of the TV in the morning and that our oldest son is short in height because he doesn't get enough sleep. Yes, our son is short for his age group, but it's nothing out of the ordinary. I finally snapped. As I was getting yelled at again in front of both of my kids, I just said enough. I calmly said I wanted a divorce and that she would never speak to me like that again. We're away from home until next week, but I've already contacted a lawyer. I'm so happy. It'll suck in the short term and then be such a relief. I can't wait to have my own place and the kids on my own half the time. People were asking OP about his wife's response and OP clarifies. So this happened while we were on holiday at her family's in Portugal. Because we're here and she's surrounded by her people, she hasn't blown up yet. She's been distant and we're sleeping in different rooms, but nothing major. When we go home next week and she realizes I'm committed to what I'm doing, oh boy, it's going to be Krakatoa for sure. Also, as for talking to her about these issues and counseling, a lot of people are asking about this. I did try to confront her about her behavior. I tried calmly when I was feeling good to explain to her how I felt. She literally told me, my issues are more important than yours. I've tried being angry, I've tried arguing, and nothing ever works. She just doesn't care. We also went to therapy a few times together, and we each wrote a list of things for the other person to work on. She wanted me to learn to cook and to work out. I now do 70% of the cooking, and I work out three to four times a week. I asked her to learn to compromise and to clean up the house more. None of that ever happened. She always says that she has no time to tidy because of a job and two kids. Funny how I found the time. I also went to therapy alone and worked a lot on building up my confidence, standing up for myself, and setting boundaries. OP, if this helps your confidence at all, you are 100% doing the right thing. Not only for yourself, but your kids too. If she screams at you like that every single day in front of the kids, then it's basically going to teach the kids that this is how women are supposed to interact with men. That they should just suffer screaming and criticism and micromanaging and nagging, and it's going to permanently ruin their future relationships. Not to mention that OP deserves happiness too. If she can't be a good wife, let alone a good person, then see ya! Our next Reddit post is from Freetor. Three years ago, my boyfriend and I were walking down a wet and busy road on holiday in Thailand when a car swerved at a violent speed, trying to avoid a stupid biker stopped on his phone. My boyfriend, being the quick-thinking man that he is, saw my frozen, terrified body in the direct vicinity of the moving car, and he jumped in front of me, pushing me away from the impact at the same time. 
I was left with some nasty grazes, but other than that, I was fine. My boyfriend was left paralyzed from the waist down. He now lives his life in a wheelchair. He's been diagnosed with PTSD from the accident and often has flashbacks in which he'll scream and sweat. He's distant and cold. His mental health is, to put it lightly, very bad. He spends most of his time on his PlayStation and we haven't been physically intimate for months. If he's not playing games, he'll be at the pub with his mates. He does cocaine with them. He says that he can't enjoy intercourse anymore. He says that he just doesn't enjoy it with being the way that he is. I've tried to tell him that I still think he's gorgeous and no attraction is lost. He doesn't believe me. He's gained about 50 pounds and finds no value in healthy life choices anymore. I feel like I'm living with my best friend who I'm in love with, but like I'm in some kind of friend zone. He says I'm being paranoid. It's him, not me. He tells me that he loves me. He's tried therapy. He's made an attempt to not do cocaine on the weekends. He just doesn't want to do that. I've tried to encourage him to do both many times. He says he doesn't resent me. All of my friends talk about how lucky I am and how he loves me so much, but I think that's messed up because they have no idea what it's like to be in a partnership with someone who's paralyzed. My feelings are just as strong for him as they are when I fell in love with him, but I can't do it anymore. I'm exhausted. I will forever be known as the woman who left her disabled boyfriend after he saved her life at the cost of his own. Oh man, this story is a gut punch. There's just no good solution unless the boyfriend can magically snap out of his depression and his PTSD and his substance abuse, which by the sound of things isn't going to happen. So, God, this story is like a Greek tragedy. Our next Reddit post is from Braindead Caterpillar. This just happened last night, and I had to call out of work today because I'm still processing what the actual F just happened. I'm a 23-year-old woman, and I've been talking to Bob, who's 30, for about a month now. I very specifically held off on having a date with him until we'd been talking for a while because I have trust issues. We've had phone calls almost daily, and he lives over two hours away. Yesterday, I finally decided to meet up with him. I trusted him enough to come over to my place so that we could listen to vinyl and hang out. Admittedly, our conversations became very adult in nature, and I enjoyed them, so I had a feeling that we might end up passionately hugging. Things were going really well at first. In previous conversations over the phone, I was very clear about boundaries, and he had assured me that he would be respectful of them. He was using his hand on me, and then, without any warning, he tried to fist me full force. It was extremely painful, and I asked him to stop. He did stop at first, and he apologized, but he kept trying to do it despite me telling him not to each time. I was starting to get extremely uncomfortable. We had previously discussed breeding kinks in phone conversations as well, so I wasn't surprised when he brought this up this time. It went as far as name-calling, and at one point he asked if he could tell me his dirty secret. I was already feeling weird, and red flags were going off in my head. I didn't respond, and he kept asking me to promise not to judge him. After multiple failed attempts of getting me to promise not to judge him, he fully admitted to inseminating cattle at a farm he worked at in great detail. He even continued by saying I reminded him of the cows he liked to breed. I freaked out and screamed at him, running to my bathroom and locking the door. I was completely shocked and terrified. When I finally worked up the courage to come out, I wrapped myself in a blanket and cried on the couch. 
He half-heartedly tried to tell me that he was just being dirty, but I knew that he was lying. I refused to look at him, and I made him drive two hours back home in the middle of the night. I felt disgusting! I sobbed hysterically and worked myself into a panic attack. I spent the night at my best friend's place, and I'm still there. I'm bleeding, and it still hurts from when he tried to fist me. I don't know if this counts as assault, but I feel so gross and numb. Hey, OP. Uh, oh gosh, how do I say this? It is possible, it's kind of vague from the wording of this story, but it's possible that this isn't as bad as it seems. <laughs> don't get me wrong, this is really, really bad. But just to be clear, farmers do actually inseminate cows, you know, with, with bull semen. It's like a, it's a normal thing that happens on farms. So I'm wondering if he's describing that. You know, he was hired as like a farmhand to inject bull semen into female cows, which is a very normal thing that people do all the time on farms everywhere. Is it possible that that's what he's talking about? Or did he really mean that he inseminates the cows? I hope it's the first thing, because if it is, this will be a lot easier to process and get through. But if it's the second thing, then I am so sorry, OP. This is, oh man, I can't even imagine how I would feel in that situation. I know that I would want to shower ASAP. I don't know what to tell you, OP. Go to therapy, I suppose. Maybe even move since this guy knows where you live. That was r slash true off my chest. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.